Podcast episode 90. I'm your caffeinated co host, Joe Lindholm, along with Jason Shirley. Jason, tell me time it is. Uh, uh, bears. The beloved. The beloved Bears. Bears. So looking okay. Yeah, man. On they look great. TV. Yeah, they look great. Wow. They look they did. They did. They look fine. They look like a five hundred team. What? My friend Mitchell Trebinsky. I do have to say this though. He set a uh an NFL record, Jay. Yes. Uh, actually it was his first he was the first person in uh in NFL history, Jason. Is is this record um the most times looking confused or scared or he already uh, broke that. deer in the headlights? Yeah, okay. He, that's already broken. All right. Actually he's set a very high bar for that. Yes. Uh according to a tweet by Stats Perform Zone, Stats by Stats. Ah. My own company there. Yes, I'm familiar. Uh tonight Mitchell Trubisky of the Chicago Bears became the first quarterback in NFL history to dot 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 mm-hmm. complete seventy percent of his passes on thirty or more attempts. Throw three touchdown passes, rush for fifty plus yards, and have a rushing touchdown in the same game. First person in NFL history. Wow, and to be wearing orange and blue while he did it. I mean, it, how, how many right. things right. you need to put in there and to it, say? The, the and was it wasn't sun. raining, <laughs> or um, yeah, it's still kind of impressive though. Sure, no, no, I I don't want to take everything away from you. Right, of course, everything, not everything, but. Uh, Big Bears victory, though they the scoreboard was not indicative of the ass whooping that was laid by the bear. Right, but the same can be said for the Saints game. Correct. I mean, it. Come Correct. on, man. I right. this. The more weeks we get to experience this, the more it's like they're a five hundred team. Yeah, they're going to look good. Right. They're going to look bad. Right now, and you're not going to be able to understand why they look good when same guys. It is same coach. Ah. The thing, the, what everybody talked about on sports radio for the last couple of days has been the fact that they let Mitch run a little bit, get him out, get him mobile, which is his game. That's kind of where he succeeds. Yeah, but that's not sustainable. And no. they knew that last year. It was like, okay, we'll let you do it this year, but you can't continue in this league by doing that. Right. So you're going to be a throw first guy yeah. and not look to run. And that's when he's held the ball too long. That's when he's gotten sacked. That's, that's right. when he's thrown picks off his back foot, a la. Right, Cutler. Yeah, because he's not comfortable doing it. No, so, no. His his initial first instinct is to find a hole and go. Right. Which I'm honestly at this point we've seen the pocket Mitch, and I don't much care for. I him. don't know that there is a pocket Mitch. Right. This may be the way he has to play. I mean, other than pocket sized. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Bears victory was it was again the scoreboard they only won by seven, but I mean they were up. 
Like the sequence at the end of the first half where they scored at the end of the first half. Yeah. And then got the ball back and scored again. Yeah. That was kind of the like we've never seen them do that. Right? No, that's true. Like not we this have not season. Seen this season no. go out and no, do they, what needed to be done. They should have gone out and gone three and out. Right. Exactly. Yeah, they, they could have gone out and gone three and out, but they didn't. Um you kind of put the foot down, which is good, which is what we wanted yeah. the whole time. Uh that's what we asked show, for last year. Show some killer instinct. Yeah. Right? And, I mean, at the fourth quarter, they let up some points. Oh, they were up 31-14 at one point after Mitch's run. Yeah. And then they gave two touchdowns. But, I mean, you're – and everybody, of course, on the radio down here. Why didn't they let up – why did they let those points up? Why did they score those points? Like, come on, man. They won the game. That's yeah. what the point is. Yeah. Oh, boy. Anyway, uh, Trubinsky, 23 of 31, 244, three tuts and a pick. And the pick was a bad pick. I think he just, I think he was trying to throw it away and just didn't get it far enough. I think that's what happened too, because there was nobody, nobody but there. there was two Dallas Cats yeah. in that yeah. zone. That was a hell of a play too. You got to give the DB credit. Yeah. Uh, and uh, because he dragged his foot. Right. He, he I mean, that like was, receiver. that was, that's exactly right. Clutch, I mean, that, otherwise, that was one foot in and the Bears yep. get the ball back. Yep. David Montgomery, 20 carries, 86 yards. There was a sequence where he had two 10-yard runs almost 10 yards back-to-back. Yeah. Like, he's got the first down, and like, and I'm yelling at the TV, give it to him again. Yeah. Give it, exactly. Give it to him again, scored another, got another 10 yards. Dude, but they weren't clean runs. Nope. He was carrying guys. He was guys. carrying guys, absolutely. And this is like the vaunted Dallas defense. Right. So, I mean, yeah. these weren't, you know, this wasn't the Giants. And, the more and this that, isn't the Lions. The more that Montgomery runs, mm-hmm. the more I like him. Yeah. Right? Like, he just doesn't stop. He literally doesn't stop. And he's not... He's not like Walter, where Walter would look for somebody to hit, right? right. He's not even close. Let's not no, keep carrying away. No, no. But he's certainly not. He's a different back than like Jordan Howard. Well, or Tree Cohen. Well, I'm gonna. This is what I'm gonna say about Howard because yeah. he does remind me a lot of Howard in Howard's first two years. Yeah. But what happens is you get older, and these hits start to take a toll. Oh, there's a bump card. Oh, 100 percent. So yeah. Yeah. it's enjoy it now. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's gonna be a time where he's not gonna. Be it's gonna to be that. two yards into the line and down, like Jordan Howard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your leading yardage receiver, JP Holtz. Yes, yes. Actually, threw to the tight end. Holy shit balls! Like he's, that screen. And he's from Pitt, right? Uh, I believe so. And one of those plays was like 30 yards. I mean, it wasn't right. Super impressive, but that they they pulled that screen off uh, perfectly. It could not have been. Drawn up better or executed better than that. And now is he a fullback, tight end? Yeah, he's like a, they call him at Northwestern anyway. They call him U-backs. Okay. Yeah, but they can do both. Um, Allen Robinson, five catches, 48, two tuts. A melee with a very impressive run after catch oh, for his touchdown. That was that extension. Yeah. That's when you do that shit. Yeah, I mean, in Dallas, they looked like Bears circa September. The, the tackling was just atrocious. Yeah, it was bad. Really bad. It's yeah. not good. It's not good. They were uh, the Bears were breaking tackles left and right. I mean, it, but the, I I've got to say the thing that stood out to me more than anything else in that game was how impressive Dallas looked on that opening drive. Oh yeah, taking I nine we minutes, fucked. going seventy five yards. I thought we were fucked, and it's just like okay. wow. Yeah, and then they almost answered. I mean, that was when the pick happened. Correct. But they look good going down the field, and instead of getting deflated and saying, oh, well, that was our one shot at it, the next time they got the ball, we're going right, at, right, right. back at you. That's right. And so. I, think, I think the Cowboys, after that pick, they went three and out. Three. Yes. 
I think they were they were deep they were deep in their own territory. Obviously, yes. he threw it up the one. Right. I think he did a couple Elliott runs, and yep. they maybe completed a pass to the tight end, and then that was it. Now the coach brought up in his rant and hatred for Joniak and Thayer, <laughs> uh, brought up how much he was angry with Thayer talking about um, return yardage, right? Okay. And about how it doesn't matter at all. And the Bears have a ton of return yardage because yeah. they never take a knee. Right, never. And a lot of time it sucks because, hey, great, I got 14 yardage on a return, but I'm on the 14 Correct. and not the 25, which Correct. I could be. That's right. So his point being, it's what's more important than return yardage is where you start your drive. 100%. Yes. So yeah, I mean, if you get the ball five yards in the end zone and run it to the fifteen, that's technically twenty yards of return yardage. Right, but you have the fifteen. Yeah, right. It really should be how many times did you start past the twenty-five? Correct. How many times did you turn it into a positive from a touchback? And from the last two games, the Bears' starting field position was so much better. I mean, yes. I think the average start was on the thirty-one, something like that. Yeah, it was. I mean, they haven't seen that all no, year, not at all. Not so. At all. And Pinheiro back uh, kicking field goals and extra points right oh. down the middle. He looked great. Now, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. The weather that night was perfect. Yeah. It could not have been a nicer night in December. Like, well. Not a thing. Somebody said that uh, when they were showing the pregame, mm -hmm. um, he like shanked one into the stands. Yeah. It was so bad during during like warm-ups. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, my oh, God. Oh, no. But he made everything. And I, I meant to look this up before we sat down. Mm -hmm. uh did they release Mar? Oh, it's a good question. I don't know. I mean, they that, should. Yeah, they certainly should. After bringing in three guys, yeah. and he supposedly beat out three guys. Well, like we said, a, like we said on the on the podcast last week, you're not gonna. That I turnaround mean, was way too quick. Not only that, but you're, you got to make him kick in Soldier. I think that that place is yeah really hard to kick in. Yeah, you know Soldier's Field, my friend. Bear yeah. wetter. That's right. Bear swirling wetter. winds. Swirling winds off the lake. That's right. Um, so the uh, next test for the Bear, Jay. Yes. Uh, in Green Bay, Lambeau Field. Yeah. But the good news is they have 10 days of rest, 10 days to get their guys healthy. Yeah. Um, and I'd feel a lot better if they didn't have the bye week after London uh, and had all that time to get ready to yeah, do what they did. Correct. And they, uh, they had 10 days to get ready for the Cowboys. And uh, I mean, it worked out then, but they need to get guys healthy. I heard on the way down here a very weird thing. Uh, nothing on the Dallas Cowboys Twitter about a kicker. So, um, no, they only it was the, their regular week, brother. I mean, they had when they went from Thanksgiving to Thursday. So no, no, I'm about coming up this week. Oh, I got you. You got ten days till yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Feeling stupid? Was, I know I am. There was something about, and this is on. I mean, it's Fred Hubner. Take it for what it's worth. But according to Fred, was it about soccer? It was not. Okay. Uh, it was about football. Oh. Uh, American football. Yes. Danny Trevathan yeah. has been in the locker room. Yeah. Okay. They're saying he might play. What? Yeah. Yeah. They're okay. saying he might play, which is weird to me because. Well, Hicks is IR. Hicks, Hicks will play. I think Hicks is playing. Wait, no. What? Yeah. He was on. He was on not the uh, season-ending IR. He was just no? on IR. No, he he was activated last. Technically, you can activate your guy from IR. You know, mm -hmm. if, if it's not season-ending, you can activate him a week before he's coming back. He's due to come back. Okay. So he's been practicing. 
Hicks has been practicing. Wow. Yeah. Well, prior to the game, mm-hmm. uh, Grody said that Prince would be back this week. Green Bay. Yeah. That, so so you're that, getting... with the hamstring, he was able to uh, run backwards, right, without problem. Sure. So it's forward running, probably. Yeah, but but he's uh, yeah. I mean, Prince will be back. Akeem's going to be back. Uh, now, what kind of Akeem you're going to get? Yeah, who knows, right? Right. Could be he could be only in there twenty plays or so. Right. Who knows? But I mean, you're getting Prince back. You're getting Akeem back. You lost Roquan. To yeah, a that Toro, torn pack. That's that's a huge injury, but he can't play with that. That's no. no. But well, I mean, is that? Because Thayer said that's season ending whenever it happens. Yes. I mean, if that happened in game one, that's season ending. Yeah. But does that affect next year at no. all? No. Be ready to go. Okay. Um, now, what I'm guessing is that if they bring Trevathan back, if Trevathan's ready to play, mm-hmm. he'll wear this ginormous brace on his elbow to, okay. to not let it bend backwards. Okay. Because <laughs> that's what happened. He basically dislocated his elbow. Right. Um, that's what it looked like anyway on film. Looked horrible. Okay. Looked horrific. It's like, oh. So, but he may play. That's the talk, anyway. I mean, he's got they got a week. But Pierre Lewis is the one that gets the bench. He played, then. yeah, because Kwiatkowski. Kwiatkowski was great. No, no, no. They'll keep him in there even and when they bring Trevathan back. Yeah, and and also He'll, Pierre. Uh, he played really well. Pierre Lewis played. No, great. he absolutely did. Yeah, he stepped up, next man up, and he seems like a better pass rusher. Yeah. than he is kind of a linebacker. Yeah, like he's much more Leonard Floyd. Than Mike or than Kwiatkowski. Yes. Yeah. He's much more pass rushy, violent, you know, kind of gambling kind of guy. He is Kwiatkowski, who's going to stay at home and do his job. Right. But I, I still think he had five tackles, one tackle for loss, and then the sack. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But he played great. Oh. So n- next week's the challenge. I mean, it, look, I I'm an, I'm under no delusion. Like we said last week again. If they finish the last four weeks 500, I would be stoked. Right. I think it'd be a great step in the right direction. You know, they made some changes, obviously. Let Mitch run a little bit. Let him get use his legs. And also, they flop Whitehair and Daniels. Right? Well, that was a couple weeks right. ago. Right, exactly. Yeah. But they made the call, finally. to And they seemed, the offense seems to be playing better with that, even though right. it's not either of those two players' natural positions. Correct. So... Although Whitehair had been playing center the majority of his career, he did, but he was—I think he was a natural guard in, yes. in college, and uh, I believe Daniels played center at Iowa. So he did, yeah. But at any rate, we'll see what happens. It's like, uh, like uh, cautiously optimistic, yeah. But as long as twelve plays, that's going to be, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I—it's going to be one of those. Do you remember Lovey's first win? Against the Packers, yes, at Green Bay, uh-huh. was it on a blocked field goal at the end? Yes. Okay, I'm I, I'm kind of feeling it needs to be that kind of game, right? Yeah, I mean, you got to get a break. It's going to be something's got to break your way. Yeah, right. Uh, and as we record Hopefully this, twelve's leg. Recording this, yes, of course. Uh, as we record this, it is Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Why don't Why don't you uh, give uh, a quick peek? Minnesota's up seven nothing on the Lion. Okay. And where's my Green Bay score? Does Green Bay play tonight? Green Bay, no, they play today. They're playing. Hey, Mr. Vikings at the game. Is he? Yeah. Good for him. Green Bay's up 14 nothing. They're playing the team from Washington, so that's yes. going to be a win. Yes. They just hope to not get Rodgers killed. Yeah, I uh, I believe I, I may have taken the kitties with the points. And, yeah, uh, I didn't get any picks up. Uh, my apologies on that. Team from Washington with the points. Yeah, it's been. Uh, oh, it's 
once as soon as college basketball started, that just kind of all encompassing. Oh yeah, they're always trying to screw you. They are. Speaking of college sports, Jay, we have our CFP top four. Hit me. Announced today. Uh, so you're number four team. Yes. Oklahoma Sooners. Oh. Uh, Utah was at five, but Utah got smoked in the Pac-12 championship game. That they did. And Oklahoma uh, beat the piss out of Baylor. Yeah. So I lost in. that one. So they're in because Georgia obviously lost to LSU. Mm-hmm. Uh, your three team, the mm-hmm. Clemson Tigers. Uh, your two team is the Ohio State Buckeyes. So your number one team is LSU. Uh, Ohio State was one last week, but the problem was they had to come back to win against Wisconsin. Wisconsin was up by, I believe, 17 nothing at the half. Yeah. And Ohio State came back in the second half and won, whereas LSU thoroughly dominated Georgia as expected. Which stunk because I had the dogs in that. Yeah. So your uh, CFP games, uh, the semifinals for the national t- championship, are uh, LSU-Oklahoma and Clemson-Ohio State. Those are your two games. And now we're going to get to the answer the question: What do Oklahoma and Illinois State have in common? I brought that up. Uh, you did prior to the show, and I could not think of uh, how that is. A dead man walking. That's what. Oh. it's uh, it's dead man walking. That's the that's what they share. That I, I was trying to think of something uh, along yes. those lines because, yeah. as you kids know, yeah, uh, we lost our starting quarterback and our, we as our in Illinois State correct Pro and our spell. backup. Um, Thank you, Bernstein. That's right. In uh, our backup running back, um, three weeks ago. So dead. the last both dead, both dead, dead. And the uh, starting off the playoffs, I'm thinking we can't throw. The other team knows we can't throw. Right. Uh, Robinson's fantastic. He's been great. But I mean, yeah. basically, he tells them that he's going to get the ball when he goes into the huddle and comes up to the line. He tells the defense, I'm getting the ball, and they know he's getting the ball. Right. And he uh, dropped 297. Yes, he did. Last 41 week. 41 carries. And uh, this week we were victorious in uh, Central Arkansas. Yeah, man, on the uh, purple and gray field. Yeah. Which is super annoying. Yeah, which I didn't watch, yeah. but listen to yeah. diligently. Uh, but winning that game allows us to uh, That's right. go to North Dakota That's and right. meet Fargo. Number one, the bison. Who, Oof. you know, why would you go? Why would you go into the uh, bowl series if you're North Dakota State? You have no reason. Why to. not just be the biggest turd biggest, in the punch bowl? That's, that's you right. know, that's right. it's like that's right, and they're really good. I mean, as usual, they're really, yeah. really good. I mean, they came here and uh, showed us how to play football. I hope we learned something from it because I hope so too, when gotta, we go to Fargo, <laughs> hopefully we can show them what we learned. And what uh, I had the game Illinois State game on for a little bit uh, yesterday and one thing you will have in North Dakota State that you will not have at Central Arkansas is fans yeah there was nobody at that game none yesterday none yeah which is weird because you know like they were the favorites I would they were no yeah they were ranked they were you know solid team all year I think they've maybe lost one or two games Central Arkansas yeah think there'd be a fan or two place was barely I mean it was I mean, I heard when we scored, we again, when the Redbirds scored a touchdown, I heard cheers on the radio. (laughs) That's right. That's that's what that's telling you. That's correct. So, So, I mean, it's probably not that far a drive from Bloomington. You just got to get through Missouri, part of Arkansas. A lot of banjos. Um, Tough sledding. That's right. Um, So, next week, Redbirds at the Bison. Right. 
could be ugly. Yo, I'm, I'm, I'm anticipating it being ugly. We only got 10 points at home. Right. So I'm, inter- I'm interested to see what the spread's going to be on this game. It's, it's no, got to be four touchdowns. It, oh, minimum. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, you can only run the ball so much. Yeah. You got, like, dude, they're really good. Like, they're, they, they could no, beat. No, I know. I mean, could they beat any of the top four? Probably not. Oh, no. No, 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 no. But what I'm saying, they, they could win the MAC easily. Right? Oh, they go undefeated in the MAC. Yeah, I just yeah, Sun Belt MAC. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, hundred percent, Fun Belt. That's right, Maction. <laughs> they would go undefeated because those teams blow. They're not very good. So the rest of the bowl games are going to be announced later today, as is the rest of the top twenty uh, CFP rankings will be announced uh, at three o'clock or three thirty. And your Illini are going bowling. They are. Lovey's majestic beard. Yes. We'll be playing. Enjoy I'm, I, uh, Charlotte. I was going to say, I'm or, guessing well before Christmas. <laughs> yes. Correct. It will be the first weekend. That's right. When people are like, oh, wait, the season's over? Oh, bowl games bowl are games starting. starting. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah, it's the tidy bowl. Or the, uh, it's the Belk Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Woohoo. Lovey. The guaranteed rate. Oh, wait. Oh, wait sorry. What? Sorry. What? What? Shots fired. Speaking of guaranteed rate. Yeah, man. So rumor was circulating on the Twitters last couple of days that the, the White Sox were going to get Marcelo Zuna, which was kind of surprising to me in a very pleasant, happy way. Active. Yeah. White Sox active in the active. hot stove. That's right. Well, they have to be. I mean, they get if you're going to you know, point B, yes. This is the year to do it. You have to do it. And they were rumored. Allegedly, take it for whatever it's worth. They had the highest bid for Zach Wheeler. My understanding was uh, one hundred twenty-five million dollars. Yeah, and he chose a hundred and eighteen million dollar deal with the Phillies. Uh, rumor has it his wife is from Jersey and did not want to stray very far from the East Coast. Okay, that's that's fair. And I can't dog somebody for that. No, like, but they offered him. Like they right. were in. They were hundred. They were in. But as our Oasis super fan and uh, Western Leatherneck and Giants correspondent and El Gigante's correspondent Mm -hmm. uh, shared, missing out on Wheeler, not that big of a deal. I don't think so either. No. I mean, he was saying that, you know, Wheeler was a Giants prospect at one time and, uh, you know, with his injuries and stuff, he wasn't worth, he's not worth the money that he got. Probably not. But the thing is also, Jerry doesn't, as a rule. No. You it's know, not his thing. This might be a mantra that we I say mean, every week. I mean, the sheer fact that he was willing to give $125 million to the dude right, is in and of itself kind of, surprising isn't the word, but un-Jerry-like is mm-hmm. the best way to put it. Right? He's he's not that guy. He has He'd rather spend the money on hitters because they're more reliable, they're less likely to break down, Right, that kind of thing. So, but honestly, this uh-huh. is the best case scenario for the White Sox because they show their hand, they show they're willing to pay. That's right. And then they didn't get stuck with him. So, Correct. right. Now they're they're allegedly in on Madison Bumgarner. Right, which makes more sense because cheaper and, and less time. Yeah. So they can sign he him. Won't, he's not going to command a 5-year deal. Right. But 3 years at I don't know somewhere in the neighborhood of 55 million. So Ish. look, so look at that offseason. If it's Grandall, Ozuna, and Bumgarner, if they get Ozuna, 
Yeah, I, right. If that's a thing. If, if those if those three fall that's, into place. That's, that's, a that's, a, a, that's a hell of a winter. Yeah. I'd rather have, you can, and those three would still be cheaper than what you were going to pay Machado. True. So. And. That's, that's the way Jerry rolls. How long before San Diego is in a position mm-hmm. to be a legitimate player? I'm Well, there's talk next couple of years is like the Sox. They may be like a year behind the Sox, but. I mean, right, but in much, at that point, Machado's going to be 30? Yeah, older than that, probably. 31, 32? Yeah, yeah, so, and getting to the end of that deal. Yeah. I mean, this, for all of Jerry's shortcomings, he's he's legit smart. Like, he isn't going to overspend, nor is he going to spend it on suspect players. Like, mm-hmm. it's not what he does, as a rule. Like, the Machado thing, I still don't believe it, that they were ever that close to it. Right. I really don't, because that sounds not like something Jerry would do. Mm-hmm. Jerry? Jerry. Mm-hmm. Um, the Wheeler deal still sounds a little sketchy, too. I mean, I could be wrong. But hey. They're in there, apparently. Yeah. It's and they good, got it's good press. And if they can get Marcelo Zuna, like we uh, we were talking pregame uh, or pre-show, if they can get Ozuna, that means you're going to have... Eloy Deer left mm-hmm. and Lou Rob mm-hmm. playing right with Marcelo Zuna in center. That's that's a fucking yeah. I mean, defensively it may not be great, but no. Holy shit snacks. I mean, that's a hundred home run outfield in that park. Easily. Yeah. With a full season under the belt. Yeah. Marcelo Zuna's now, Eloy he's the hit, real deal. Eloy should hit thirty bombs this year. I would expect that to happen. Yeah. Remember, he was hurt. He was on the DL. Let me see how many he hit. I want to say it was 22 And, you know, they did bring him up early because after the Machado thing, they needed a little juice. They needed a spark. Right. Well, they didn't. They signed him to a major league contract, so they did. Right. No, 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 no. Yeah. But, I mean, because they sent him down. They did. So, yep. I mean, they brought him up early to make the splash and try to make people forget it, Machado. Right. But. It was good PR to bring him up. Agreed. But, you know, he, he clearly wasn't ready, and then he was. I'm sorry. Eloy hit 31 bombs. Yeah. And only in 468 at-bats. Wow. Hit 267, which for a power hitter, driving in 79 RBIs. Not bad. Yeah. With that team. With that team. With Yalmer Sanchez hitting second. Yeah. He gone. That's yeah. a two, by the way, Yalmer Sanchez. Wins the gold glove. Thanks for your all your service. Yes. Non-tendered. Kick rocks. That's right. So that's going to be the question, too. Uh, it comes down to, is Nick Madrigal ready to play second base? I think he probably is. Mm-hmm. Um, the dude does not strike out. Does not strike out. So That's a negatory good, buddy. That's right. So he's probably going to be your leadoff hitter, I would think. And then Yo-Yo would bat second. That's nice. Um, now, yeah. um, speaking of kicking rocks, yeah, uh, Addison Russell. Kick rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Non tendered. Yeah. Just like Yalmer. That's a hell of a that's a hell of a defensive middle infield you got right there. Addison Russell and Yalmer Sanchez. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh boy. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, are you does that are you shocked, not shocked, happy, not happy as a Cub fan? I um because dude kind of seems like a bad dude. That right. You don't really want to your team. Correct. I mean, and that being said, I had not heard anything since the last 
issue right. that he had. Right. Um, basically, it if the, if anything, it illustrates how much sports is a business. And 100%. Uh, so Theo wasn't ready to you know fish. Right. At uh, the last time because of his price and yeah. the flashes that he showed in 16. Right. If you could have gotten anywhere close to that for that price, that's a win, Absolutely. right? Unfortunately, he was a problem. He was a headache uh, with all of the off-field stuff, and right. then he came back and performed like a uh, weak-hitting, solid Awful. defensive shortstop. Yeah. And you can't carry that. You can't. So you can't have the bad attitude. You can't have the uh, lack of production. Right. But what, so what that shows is everything that he said is, oh, you know, we're behind Addison and we want this and, you know, we're, we're all of that unless he sucks and then you're gone. Right. Yeah. Like we'll put up with it if you're good. Right. But if you're going to come out and hit 240 yeah. and boot ground balls no. and all that, then no. we've got no spot for you, buddy. Yeah. So now, so who's going to be, what's going to be your middle infield then? Javi and? I think Horner. Okay. Nick Nick Horner is going to get the the nod at second base. I mean, okay. they re-signed Bodie last year to play somewhere. Sure, um, but then he got sent down again too because he couldn't he couldn't sustainably hit. Right. Of right. um, uh, Bryant's still the question mark. Right now, unless I missed it, speaking of Bryant, nothing's been announced. Like there's no, no decision made on his case, right? No, and, and the winter meetings start they today. Already, yeah. Did they start today or they started yesterday? Yeah. So that decision, well, like, like what do you do? If yeah. You're the Cubs, because I mean, like, you're not going to do anything anyway. I don't think, right? Because the rickets are broke. Right. Apparently, just so, like they were last year. Sure. Did the money machine break? Exactly. I mean, they run out of ink. ATM breakdown. Thank God for them internet. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So we need to. Yeah. So I'm shocked that like. I'm, look, I understand about the luxury tax, right? Mm -hmm. like, I get it. I understand it. Right. For the White Sox to go over the luxury tax is dumb. Is, is dumb. The yeah. Brewers to go over the luxury tax, dumb. Royals. Royals, yeah. Indians. Sure. Oakland. Right. The Cubs are no longer one of those teams. Right. They haven't been for five years. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And this day was coming. Yeah. Back then. Not like a surprise to anybody. No. Bryant's got to get paid. Rizzo's got to get paid. Javi Baez has to get paid. Like the clock was ticking. Yeah. Wilson Cole Charis needed to get paid. And I think that's where you stop. I think those four are where you end up. Right. But that means no free agent. Right. So you can get no help for what right. your issues are. Right. So, I mean, that's what it boils down to is. Well, by letting Joe go, yeah. it basically said, uh, Theo says, these are your pieces. Make them work. Yeah. These are the pieces, and uh, here's your starting lineup for today. Yeah. David Ross. Yeah. That's right. Dance your who, ass over here and pick who, it up. That's right. This is who you need to have in your lineup. Now, here's the – of course, now it begs the question. If Bryant – if the ruling goes against the Cubs, right, mm -hmm. and Bryant becomes a free agent. Which it can't. It could. I'm not saying it will. Right. But it could. Yeah. We don't know because we still haven't heard anything. But I guess – I mean, like, what do the Cubs do? Because, I mean, free agency is going on now. Yeah. The winter meetings, the clock's ticking. Oh, I, it, if he hits free agency, he's no longer a Cub. 
That's what it sounds like. I think that's absolutely clear. And because Boris pulled this, right. I mean, and I guess he's, he's doing his job, right? I mean, sure. you can't get mad at a guy for doing his job. Right. It doesn't, it's not team friendly, obviously. No. Right. Um, but I think that he may be done anyway. Maybe. Be- because, first of all, you know, Boris has said that if you don't sign my guy early, if you don't get him set up early, once he hits free agency, he, he will not sign with your team anymore. Right, exactly. So, yeah. With Boris, there's no home team discount. No. No. And again, and, I mean, it sounds to me like, the, for lack of a better word, the Cubs are kind of fucked, right? Wow. Because you're damned if you keep them because you can't get any other pieces. Right. You're super damned if he's gone because... David Bodie's your starting third baseman. Right. You, then you need to go out and get a hitter. Yeah. You need, excuse me. You need to trade for one or sign one. You need you need another bat in that lineup, or you're you're not going to score any runs. Yeah. All your pitchers are a year or older. Kimbrel look like hot trash. Yeah. I mean, man, that's a tough spot to be. Yeah. I mean, this is but you. It, it, it's like any championship team in modern sports, pretty much, right? Right. To sustain that is tough. It's really hard to do because. You have to be able to add the right pieces mm-hmm. at the right time mm-hmm. and have some players cheap so you can afford to get those key pieces you need. Mm-hmm. And it's like the Hawks. I was going to say, it goes it's across exactly sports. Like I was just sitting here thinking about the Bulls in yeah. the glory years. Yes. Yeah. So, and, the, and the Hawks, after every single championship, somebody had to go. Yeah. Because of the cap, mm-hmm. you got to reward the young guys for staying. And now they've kind of pigeoned, they've, they've you know they've fucked themselves because yeah, the young guys aren't young anymore. The young guys aren't young anymore. They're overpaid mm-hmm. for their production, mm-hmm. and they have no trade clauses. Like you really backed yourself into a hole. Yeah, and that's the old Jim Hendry method, my friend. And man, it's not it's not a good place to be. Now next year you get some relief. Corey Crawford's contract's done. Um, a couple other people's Crow. contracts are done. Crow. Um, but the Hawks are still trash. They're not very good. Yeah. Um, they, they believe they're second worst in the West. Um, and there's no up to them. And we talked about this on, on a previous podcast, maybe not next last week's. But do you trade Patrick Kane? I think you got to trade at this point. I think you got to Ortez. Yeah, and Ortez. Yeah, because you got to do something. Yeah. And granted, they're they've got like an eleven million dollar cap hit. Over the next like five years, yeah, but Kane will still produce. Correct. He's your most valuable asset to trade, right? Because you can't trade Seabrook, you can't trade Keith. Mm-mm. Crawford's at the end of his deal, yeah. which I mean, theoretically, you could trade him. But all three of those guys could die on the ice. Yes. Yeah. 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 Or get the goop. Like oh Marian, like my word! Like the Phoenix or the Arizona Coyotes, Marion Hosa. Still a uh, billion dollar idea. Figure out what kind of gear that somebody that has the goop. Can yeah. wear and just everybody use this gear. Under Armour. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> just awful. Bad. Just can you imagine that? Not no. Even, not even be able to wear your own gear. No. Now, have you ever been around hockey gear at all? Yes. It is the most vile. It is. It is disgusting. It is, and uh, I not a lot. Right. Um, not tight with a lot of hockey players, but in college, yeah. a couple of guys in our fraternity would bring their hockey bags home. Oh my god! And Burn once they were, thing. once they unzipped it, uh, you could you could smell it in the hallway. Yeah, yeah. it was just not right. Yeah, and a friend then, of mine played hockey every week. He was on a weekly team, and every so often I go with him to watch him play. And my god, 
Ooh. <laughs> and dude, I mean, these weren't dirty guys. No, I mean, no, no, they no. wash their stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just you can't. You it's can't. Something you can throw it in a washing machine. No. I mean, it's just no. Oh my god! If you've never been around hockey gear, it's the pad. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> Don't, because it is gross, man. Yeah. It just gets all the sweat. Yeah. And the and, oh man, you can spray it down. Like they make um. They make sprays. It's like the dry shampoo stuff. Yeah. 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 You can spray it down and it cuts it a little. Yeah. But man, oh man. Oh, just. Don't do it, kids. Don't be around hockey gear. No. It's a fun sport to play. Don't get me wrong. But my God. Gross. It's almost impossible to get clean gear. Damn near impossible. That was a nice. uh, I know. Not quite sure what rabbit hole we got down there. (laughs) Well, we started talking about. Finances, and we then the did. Hawks, and then hockey, and then hockey. We did, and things that smell bad, goop. like and the, the Bulls. And the Bulls. Bulls are real bad. Yeah, they are. But Jim Boylan, he- How is uh, he the coach? I have no idea. Like, I- I've, I have no idea. I've had a couple- I've watched a couple games at work. Yeah. Because um, it was basically the only thing on. Sure. And, my God. Bup, bup. They're really bad. Yeah. They're really not good. They won- um, They beat Memphis- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but, but I mean, dude, yeah, they're not. Jim Boylan sucks. Yeah, and his team isn't any great shakes. Don't get no. me wrong; it's not like he's got a lot of talent on that team. I, it, but my God, when I I know Jerry's loyal, mm-hmm. but when does he look at Garpax and say, "I got to do something different"? I mean, I, if I think, Michael's not going to do it, I mean, that guy's a dim bulb. We we talked about it many times on this podcast. Nauseam, they need to yeah. nuke that front office. Yes. Gar, you got to start fresh. Pax, Boylan, get figure out who the new hot exec correct, is and do it and, and pay him whatever you need to pay him. Yeah, yeah, you have to. Like this team's going nowhere. Mm-hmm. They're tough to watch. Mm-hmm. There are some players that are fun to watch. Like when Levine gets hot, yeah, he's fun to watch. Yeah, because I think he set a or either set a record or tied a record for threes in a game. I think he tied twelve. It. Yeah. And that was the "Hey Jim Boylan, fuck you" game. Correct. Not, That's right. It was the game after, yeah. after uh, he got benched yeah. for not playing defense. Right. So like, oh, you don't want me to? Okay, fine. Watch this. Yeah. And twelve threes. This is why I don't play defense, Dick. Correct. That's right. But I mean, yay, we did it. Yay. You didn't do shit, motherfucker. <laughs> You're in a suit. You ain't out there playing. No. You suck. Nobody listens to you. No. Nobody listens to you. Nobody cares what you have to say, Jim Boylan. Yo. Quit being trash. Yes. Stop it. Stop it. But they have to, Tommy, calm down. Yeah. yeah. I know you're a big Boylan guy. Yeah. Because you like you like the red ass. I he, understand. He does. But easy. Calm down. He sucks. You know it. Yeah, that's right. Nod. Nah. That's right. That's right. Nod. All right. He, he's given that concession. I yeah. think that Tommy was on uh, the Sylvie kick, though, where they yeah. he wanted to get uh, Tibbs back. Oh God! No. On, a, on a short-term deal? No, 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 no! Don't do that! Don't do that! Don't do it! You need somebody somewhere in between Tibbs and Boylan. The truth lies. Yeah, because <laughs> as we've seen with NBA red asses, that lasts three years, if that, and then and then and that's then, it, and then players tune out. Right, like that's it. They remember how many extra zeros are on their check that's right. compared to yours. That's right, and they see say, my check. Oh, see wait. your check. Yeah. Um. So, internet things we like, Jay. Yeah, uh, hit me. You uh, share two. with the kids the uh, the thing. There's two on the YouTubes because I'm constantly on YouTube listening to stuff while I'm working. Uh, there's a guy named Greg. He pronounces his last name Koch, C-O-C-H, Koch, Koch, whatever. 
uh, he does guitar demos for Wildwood Guitars, and there's a series of, I believe, seven volumes of outtakes from those demos. All right. Absolutely hilarious. Some of the best stuff you're going to ever listen to. I'm not going to spoil it for you people, but I'm just going to say Metal Poppins. That's right. That's uh, all you that, need to know. That's in volume three. Metal Poppins. So good. It's so, so funny. But one thing that I have, uh, I've become uh, obsessed with, that's the wrong way to put it. All right. Have you ever listened to Pat McAfee talk? Pat McAfee. Former punter for the Colts. Not familiar. He has a show, a podcast, or maybe it's a live show. I forgot. On DAZN, D, that boxing thing. His name is Pat McAfee, obviously. Okay. Former great punter for the uh, Indianapolis Colts. Ba-na-na-na. He is real. Like, as real as real gets. He tells stories about, like, he gives zero fucks. He doesn't care. So here's an example story that he told. It's this is an example of what you can hear on the Pat McAfee show. So he, he so he talks about going to uh, London for a game, right, with the Colts. Adam Vinatieri's the kicker, and they had a private flight there to London, but they were going to fly through Heathrow on the way back. Well, let's just say Pat had some uh, uh, things on him. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Num 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 nums. Ah, if you can uh, sure go from there. Edibles. You can yes, indeed. So after the game, it's over, right? They won, lost. It doesn't really matter. But they're going to Heathrow, and it dawns on them. Oh shit! I've got five edibles in my luggage. I, gotta, I have to go through Heathrow. I got to keister them. I got to do something. Yeah. So eat them. Oh, well, <laughs> all sure. five. All five. Even better. Whatever they were: cookies, brownies, gummies, whatever. Mm-hmm. So he's, they get to the airport. He's basically tripping balls at this point. He's mm-hmm. like, dude, I'm just like hanging out for dear life. I'm having a great time. And he tells Vinatieri, he's like, dude, I just, I had to eat these five, whatever. Vinatieri's like, all right, I got your back, man. Don't worry. It'll be fine. As kickers, we stick together. So that's right. So they go through customs or whatever, security, and uh, they call Pat McAfee over to his bag. Uh-oh. He missed one. And he's thinking, oh, my God, I'm oh, shit, I'm fucked. I'm over here tripping balls. Right. I must have left one in the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, his electric toothbrush was going off in his back. Oh. <laughs> so he's like, oh, fuck, okay, good. It's just my electric toothbrush. But he was tripping oh, balls. Oh, my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that's just some of the nuggets. Sure. Pat McAfee's great. It's a great listen, uh, funny as shit. Uh, Last night, real. a lot to digest here. Yeah, here This Bears team, yep. that looked... So bad at football early on in the year that everybody was questioning how Matt Nagy was a head coach. Everybody was questioning how last year Mitchell Trubisky had the number three overall QBR, number two QB overall three, Q, number three overall QBR for the entire NFL last year in a team that was on the rise. The team that everybody said this is the year that we could potentially win a Super Bowl. The defense was locked and loaded last year. Now the offense has another year of experience under Nagy. This team's going to go. They need a kicker. They worked out a lot of people. They called a lot of people they had seven eight different kickers in one day at 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 camp our only weak link is our kicking position they called some retired punters to go do it (laughs) but the bears are this team that was supposed to take over the world and the conversation about the bears for the first eight weeks was wow this team is garbage Mm -hmm. 
Matt Come Nagy, on. how do you even get a head True. coaching gig? Mitchell Trubisky, what happened? The coach was telling Mitchell Trubisky, go watch the TV version so you can see how terrible you look with your body language. <laughs> go watch the TV version so you can hear what people are saying about you. Mitchell Trubisky said, turn off all of the televisions in the facility. I don't want to hear what he people are saying. saving power. Uh, saving power, <laughs> saving potential confidence. He had all the TVs turned off in the building. That's how bad the Bears were. Come on. And last night... Mitchell Trubisky looked like a damn good quarterback. Oh, that's incredible. Mitchell Trubisky was making people miss. Mitchell Trubisky was making other professional athletes look like bad athletes. Mitchell Trubisky was throwing some great balls. Mitchell Trubisky looked like a guy that should be an NFL quarterback for a long time to come last night against the Dallas Cowboys. Now. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that's a little taste for you. Yeah. Pat McAfee's the real deal. He's fun. He's got clips all over YouTube. For, he's done this show, and I just stumbled on him. I was rabbit holing something, and I mm -hmm. ended up, I'm like, "Fuck, man!" Like, I think I, I I found that London story for some reason. Like that was the rabbit hole, and I'm like, "Oh, cool." Uh, but yeah, the Pat McAfee show, it's on. I believe it's on DAZN, Uh But there are clips all over YouTube. Yeah, man, that's where we just pulled that from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, Pat McAfee, real deal. And Mensch, real Mensch. And he mentioned he was on Rich Eisen. Not to, I'll, I'll finish up here, but he was on with Rich Eisen and pointed out that punters are guys you want to go have beer with. Yeah. We're that guy. Sure. We're that guy. We're not the elitist. We're not that. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know, like we're the guys that go in the weight room first to get out of everybody's way. Sure. So that we can get out of there as quickly as possible, straight to the bar or whatever. Like that you want to hang out with punters. We're the we're the guys. We're the guy we're the menches. Sure. The so. You know who he sounded like? Huh. He had a lot of Wani in him. Yeah, Grandpa Wani. Yeah. And Grandpa Wani, by the way. Yeah, that's what this is why I, I set segue. you up for this. That's a great segue. Yeah, man. Was, you, you just set up there. I'm just going to just out of the park. That's why I'm here. The Dave Wanstead show on uh, it's on NBC Sports Chicago on Mondays. Great. Why couldn't he be like this guy? Because he's like so entertaining and. Yeah. And he's like, but he's very whiny. Oh, come here, Lawrence. See, you get down here, and then you got to block. See, you got to get inside here, and that's what you got to do, right? And then watch him do it here on the film. Watch this. And then he shows it, and it's like, oh, God damn it. Like, I want to hate you so much. Yeah. Because you fucked my team. Well. But he's just affable Dave Wanstead. Yeah, and he knows his shit. He does. Which is, I used to call into question. You know, you didn't know what you were seeing, and then... Being from the old school of coaches, he never shared anything no. in the media no. because fuck you guys. Correct. You're here to, you know, right. criticize everything we do. That's right. Um, yeah. So you just, you didn't know. Right. But now, I mean, listening to him on uh, Molly and Haw yeah. or with Lawrence, yeah. I mean, that when he breaks shit down, it's, you're like, hey. He's like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like there was the, that, the touchdown, um, was Sunday night game. No. The Thanksgiving Day game. Okay. The bomb that the Lions had, right? Yes. Yes, yes. Oh, he points out. Well, first of all. On video, he points out, like, Amakamura, he's looking here. See, look. He's looking inside here. Watch him. Watch his head. He doesn't see. He's got his head turned on Galladay, and Galladay turns it up field. Or whoever it was, Marvin Jones or whoever. No, it was. It was Galladay. It was, yeah. Watch, watch him turn it up field here, and, and Prince doesn't even see him. They're in man coverage. Prince doesn't see him turn his head, go upfield. He's got nothing. <laughs> they and show the bomb. you and I both sat here and 
talked for five minutes about how it wasn't Prince's problem. Right, and it was. Hey, I don't remember saying that. That's right. Yeah. No, it was, and we were saying it was Zone. It was Man. Yeah. 100% Man and 100% Prince's fault. Well, no, I we didn't. Oh, no, yeah, I guess you know, you are right. Yeah. Because, yeah. oh, look, he's looking inside here, and oh, it's right there. Oh, yeah. And the coach has mentioned this several times, that the Bears on third down consistently play man and get torched every time. Seemingly. It, yeah. It's... How do you not? Right, because they don't want to play zone because then the, you give up the slants in the zone to get the first down, so they play man, which is I don't have a problem with. If you can do it. And sometimes, but you know one thing they can't do, I noticed? Well, I know we're circling back to the Bears, but oh, yeah. they don't play a lot of bump and run. They don't play a lot of up on the receiver. No. Like Kyle Fuller plays so far back. He does. It's, just, it's annoying as fuck. Like, it's just like, now, that could be what he's being told to do. Like, right. Pagano... Or the DB's coach, or whatever, is telling him play off, and that could be what he again, what he's told to do. Well, and he almost broke back and got a pick. See, and that's the problem against the Cowboys. I think he may be a step behind being able to do this yeah, anymore, right? Because that, I mean, being a ball hawk was what what they did last year, yeah. and they would sit back there in kind of the blind spot, and then just shoot it right as soon as the quarterback made the motion to make the right, pass, right? But. He can't get there. I mean, no. they can still pass defend sure. from that position, right? But they're not getting in the picks that they used, and to. they're just not physical enough. I don't think. Mm. You know, they're just not up on the guy. They're not right. hitting them and slowing them down, yeah. disrupting their timing and stuff like that. Which could be a way to improve the the way things are going, especially against the Packers. I mean, A Rod is just going to curve your ass up. Yeah. So I mean. Somebody's got to break his leg today. <laughs> so that's all. That's all I'm asking. Team from Washington, do the right thing and break Aaron Rodgers' leg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. He, uh, he is good at football. Yeah. You got any internet, uh, internet things, Jay? Uh, I'm going to use my time to uh, okay. showcase Oasis Superfan. Oh, boy. Western Leatherneck. Oh, boy. Giants. Giants yes. correspondent. Uh-huh. Uh, bringing up summer tours because okay. being huge concert goers that you and I are yes. however we uh we typically stay away from the stadium yeah, show be- just because the kind of music that we like yeah. doesn't lend itself no it lends itself more toward a theater yes um and our age that really uh helps yeah. helps the experience <laughs> that's right anyway uh when i heard that Motley Crue was going out on tour again this summer I thought, you know what? I never saw Crew. Neither have I. I wish there was a way I could go back and see them in 1989. Right. Um, or 86. Or, right, exactly. <laughs> you know, I right. because I'm not sure that I want to see the product that they're going to put out there right now. Yeah. And uh, this was Michael's comment, that his hot-button issue for this tour is, A, to fill a stadium, if you are going to do a final farewell tour right. um, for the quote unquote legion of fans, new fans that right. never got to see them, right? Um, you are going to need to bring on some heavy hitters to fill the place. Yeah, man, you can't. So there's three headline or two and a half headlining acts that right. you were saying. There's a Def Leppard. There's a Poison and a Joan Jet. Oh, okay. Joan Jet's the opener. Sure. Poison will be the second band, and then they're gonna. I think they're gonna flip flop, headliner. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, and I believe the order on the Wrigley Field show is Def Leppard last. Okay. I believe I could be wrong. Interesting. Yeah. 
It's a co-headlining tour. Okay. Well, in in addition to that, because of their age and the amount of drugs and smoking and drinking that they've done, yeah, uh, Vince's voice is cashed. It so is. he, you know, there were rumors in the past that you know he would the backing vocals were all on a mm-hmm. track and he would sing to that, but. Right. Michael's estimation is that they're going to go full on kiss and Vince is basically going to lip sync. Maybe they may have to. You can't sing that anymore. I know. And And the thing is, why? Well, like Zeppelin. Yeah. Drops it like two octaves when they do. Rush did the same thing. And that's acceptable. But I think it may be to the point with Vince now that that's not even a thing. I mean, Getty Lee sings so high for Rush. Right. That falsetto. I mean, he's fucking almost 70. Yeah. Like he's not going to be able to sing that high. Right. So they tune down the whole step, like when they do twenty one twelve. Yeah, when they do the opus that is fly by night, <laughs> exactly. Fly by night, metal poppins. Uh, yeah, exactly. So they tune it down. Like you can tell if if you're a Rush fan at all and you listen to live albums, yeah. especially the last few. Sure. that came out, they clearly are tuning down. So yeah, Getty can sing it, which is fine. I don't have a problem with it. Right. Don't try to be something you're not. Like if you can't hit that note, then uh-huh. let's. Figure it out. Zeppelin did the same thing, like you had mentioned. Yeah. In their, uh, in um, Decoration Day. They did, uh, what was the first song? Good Times, Bad Times. Oh, it's so good. But it was tuned down a whole song. Down. It was like Sabbath. Like, yeah, dunk, it was. Dunk. And Jason Bomb's so good. Anyway. Oh. Uh, but And uh, Jimmy Page walking out with the sunglasses on and the full-length leather <laughs> like, duster. Like, here we I'm go. like, this is the greatest thing yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah, it's all good. And then at the end of it, he's all sweaty and yeah. his dentures are moving around <laughs> and you're like, oh, Grandpa's oh, playing guitar. Look. Exactly. Uh, but I mean, I, I get the point. And then like, they, uh, Motley Crue had signed a contract to say this was their last tour. Yes. And then quickly broke it when somebody went, hey, you know, one more time. One more time, buddy. We'll give pay a upper seven figures. Let's do it. So basically, I if I apply if I put down my hard earned cash, yeah. I mean tickets. For I would be going be, to see Nikki Six. Yeah, tickets for this thing got to be hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, if they're a penny. Sure. Right. And that's it. Because I mean, to fill Wrigley Field. Yeah. They're not. They don't have the cash of like Pearl Jam. Right. Right. Who are still a viable active. Right, releasing albums. I mean, I haven't done one in a while, but you know, you know what I'm talking about. Sure, they're a nostalgia act. Motley Crue is, yeah, right. Def Leppard has released a couple albums, but I mean, they're, they're, have you ever heard a song from them? No, you haven't. Right. So I mean, it's basically a nostalgia tour, right? Yeah, like, like Pearl Jam is always going to fill Wrigley Field. Every time they play there, they're going to fill it. Right. They're going to sell out in like ten minutes and fill it. Sure. I don't know about this one. I'm, I'm reticent. Yeah, to believe that they're going to sell forty two thousand tickets, right, at one hundred and fifty bucks a pop. Because no offense to anybody out no. there, but each one of these would headline the Naperville Rib Fest. Correct, correct. Putting four of them together, does it make a Megatron? I don't think so. Okay, no. So you're you're thinking no sellout? Maybe I can't imagine. I can't imagine every other act. That's Especially gonna be there. with the, you have to look at your audience. That's right. The people that are going to want to pay to see this, yeah, maybe don't have that and kind I, of dough. Correct, or I could be completely wrong and, and sell it out. But I can't right. imagine. Like the other big tour that, that summer that's going to play Wrigley Field is Weezer. Ooh, Weezer, Fallout Boy, and another act whom I don't know. Okay, off the top of my head, sure. Um, 
they're going to have trouble selling that place out. And Weezer's a viable releasing albums. Yeah. They're not a nostalgic. They're well, a valid band. What's now, their great, what, what's the last album they released? Correct. That's right. Exactly. It's uh yeah. it sounds just like every other Weezer album. Oh, no 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 no. I was talking about the cover album they did. Oh yeah yeah. That's yeah. yeah, true. <laughs> Which is all like 80s covers. Correct. Yeah, that's so, true. They did Africa and Mr. Blue Sky. Take on me. Take on me by Aha, right? Yeah. And they covered uh Sabbath. Yeah. And they covered they actually Previously, not it's not on this covers album. It's on YouTube somewhere. Mm-hmm. They did uh, Paranoid Android, the uh, Radiohead. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, you got a Black Crows Radiohead story. You want to drop that oh, on the kids? So <laughs> the, okay, so, so we'll end the podcast on this one. So, yes. So there, uh, there was a story I found online. Somebody printed it's from it's from Steve Gorman's book, apparently. So Steve Gorman was the drummer of the Black Crows. And quite frankly, having seen some clips of the reformed Black Crows, they could use them. Yeah. There's no swing in that band at all. No. So uh, uh, Rich Robinson, right, is on the bus, and the and uh, which radio? A radio had, um, had come out. OK Computer. Yeah, it was OK Computer, right. And they're listening to it on the bus, right? Mm-hmm. And the first two songs just blow Rich Robinson's mind. Like, oh, my God, listen to this. Oh, my God, holy shit. And it's, it's one by one, band members are coming on the Colt, bus. Johnny Colt, the bass Johnny player. Colt, right. They come, Steve Gorman comes on the bus. And they're all, like, Johnny Colt had already had the album and listened to it. Yeah. Blown away by it. Everybody comes on the bus one by one. And then the last one on the bus is Rich's brother, Chris. And Chris goes, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and he goes, man, it's a new Radiohead. It sounds great. Chris proceeds to rip the CD out of the player and throw it down the bus. Yeah. Fuck that. That shit doesn't swing. It has, it has no soul. <laughs> and, and then Rich Robinson goes, I'll listen to whatever I want to on our bus, motherfucker. Oh, no. That's, that was the first thing he said. Yeah. Is I'm, if it doesn't have soul, it doesn't get played on my bus. My bus. Right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Chris. Yeah. And, then, and then Rich goes, it's our bus, motherfucker, and I'll play it if I want to. And then even Johnny Colt was just like, dude. <laughs> little on, kids, man. Little man. Kids, man. I mean, brothers. <laughs> That just being in a in a yeah being yeah. in a band with your brother right that's it yeah that's it Oasis doesn't know anything about no that. no nothing at all but would you see the rumor I guess Liam again rumor completely. okay but Liam is trying to get back together with Noel because of their mom I guess their mom's sick or something oh man trying to bury the hatchet good luck <laughs> well if anything was gonna do it it I mean, would be that I mean you wrote a song about like Noel's wife and shit getting divorced and shit yeah anyway. Yeah, there, there's been songs going back and forth. Yeah. But, yeah, if anything's going to do it, it would be the mom. I would think so. Yeah. So. Clock on the wall, Jason. Oh, yeah, it's uh, about that time. Yeah, man. Uh, Looking at my Gucci. Th- thank you for listening to this episode of It's That Podcast. Uh, we're on the Facebooks, www.facebook.com slash It's That Pod. We're on the Twitters. Uh, I am at Triple Lindy's. Jason is at Jada Letter. T H E L E T T E R. Ooh, sleet surely. You can email us, Joe at it's that podcast.com or Jason at it's that podcast.com. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and now Alexa, just by saying, hey, Alexa, play it's that podcast through the playing app. Rate, review, and subscribe. Don't cost you nothing. Click, 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 click. Just do that. Five stars, baby. Yeah, Take man. Up. Why wouldn't you? Right. You don't want to be that guy. Right, 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 right. right. Don't be that guy. Don't be the, the no. outsider. Don't, Tom, no. Tom, quit shaking your head. Yeah. You would be that guy. You, 100%. 100% that 100%. guy. 100%. My God. Just take, 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 take. 
We want to thank you guys for listening to this episode of Miss That Podcast. Fuck the packing.